Wow. Welcome to Couch Crouchers. This is Jim. I'm Gonzo. So. And that's all. And that's all. <laughs> Fuck on, audience. What, is that the end? We're done recording already. All done. That was a short one. Hey, we said we'd get an episode out. We didn't say it'd be a long one. <laughs> Here's ten seconds of mouth sounds. Go away. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't lose all five of our listeners. No, I think we would lose our listeners if we did that more often. Like, if that was a thing. Once, they'd look at it, oh, what a clever stunt. Oh, those... Those... Those silly scamps, those grouches. Incorrigible. Indeed. It's me, Conzo, the lovable scamp. Absolutely. Does that make you the lovable scamp? Yeah, and does I'm that the make lovable me, scamp. And does that make me the lovable old curmudgeon? Yes. I'll take it. Uh, so and it doesn't well, make Joe anything, because he's not fucking here. Well, you get your headphones sorted out and Sorry about the microphones that. a little bit. There we go. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. My leg's falling asleep, though, so oh. I'm going to stop sitting on it. Oh, well, that's probably a good idea. Mm. <clears throat> That'll be real funny in a couple minutes. Yeah, really. Oh. So what's new in Gonzo world? Um, so I guess I didn't... It's It's been a couple weeks, so I didn't officially been. announce that uh, I am playing Claude Bukowski in Hair. So that's been taken up <clears throat> to like a full half of my week, every week now. It's also, you know, that's why it, we're going to be Wednesdays. Yeah, that's 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 the that's the plan. Uh, is today Wednesday? Today is in fact Wednesday. When you have an infant, one day kind of blends into another, and oh. it's kind of, um, yeah. I had to double check because I had Monday off at work, so oh, did it you? feels oh, it holiday, like a Tuesday yeah. to me. So yeah, um, here we are. Uh, we're. Uh, what am I doing? Yeah, as I said, I got an infant. I got a new job. Congratulations. Thank you. I got a new job. Um, this, I don't. These are exciting times. This, you know what? These are exciting times because the job is... Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the job I have right now. I mean, there's a lot, a lot wrong with the job I have now, but there's a lot wrong with any job. And I'm not going to sit I, here. I and, like my job. I'm not going to you know, motherfuck my job. I have um, fun in my job. Good. Good. I, um, but I will say that this job... Um, does pay a lot of money. Pay so. no attention to the noises. <laughs> um, that happened quicker than I thought it would. Um, Pays a lot of money. What with to take care of your infant? Well, that was the whole thing, and you know, and that's not the only reason I took the job. But just in general, it's something that I think I'm going to enjoy, and uh, I'm going to be working with scientists. And uh, what do you work with now, children? Uh, I know you're at, for the, the most the, part the, yeah. the children's. Thingy. Yeah, Children's Museum, yeah. So I didn't know if that I mean, I don't entailed really, you dealing with children. No, I really don't. I really don't because I'm, I'm a grant writer, so I, you know, I, I just, I, I deal with... What do children need grants for? They don't know what money is. Give them a nickel, they'll be happy. Children don't need grants. Museums that cater to children need grants. Ah. So, um, you could just have like a pillow room where they throw themselves into the walls. Yes. And those magnificent hug jackets. Indeed. You know what I mean. Yes. I'm just describing a sanitarium over here. So Do they still call it a sanitarium? Is that antiquated? I'm sure it's antiquated. All right. Yeah. Um, staying on brand. Um, I'm going to put a quick call out there. Um, I posted it on social media, but I'll put it on the show as well. So uh, I'm in the process of beginning to put a panel together for a special episode of Couch Grouches. Um, one which... Like an after-school special? 
well, certainly there, 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 there definitely uh, is, uh, you know, a, a moral to this story. Uh, I'm looking for if you. So this is mostly for any of our listeners who either are or know or have spouses or significant others that specifically LARP or are very heavy into gaming of some sort. Now, not like video gaming. I mean, like a video game widow. Yeah, but eh, it's not quite the same. So basically what I'm going to do is we're going to do an episode called LARP widows because there's a story behind that that I'll tell during the, um, during the episode. But so if you are um, a LARPer and your significant other, excuse me, or other even is very specifically not a LARPer, or if you are not a LARPer and your significant other is a LARPer, we would love to have you on the show. So um, are we going to be opening the phone lines and like allowing Skype ins, you know, for our transatlantic listeners? I mean, we may. We may. And it's funny you should Do mention Do we have that. transatlantic listeners? Uh, we have a couple. Really? Yep. So um, only because... Fascinating. Yes. Yeah. Shall um, I comment on my Welsh... Uh, hey. It's fine. We, I'll tell you, at one point we had a listener that was in Asia. He's no longer in Asia. He is back, but yes. Who is, who no one that you know. Okay, you're right then, because I don't know um, anyone who's been no. in Asia and then came back recently. Um, so yeah, uh, contact us at couchgrouches at gmail.com or check us out at, uh, at couchgrouches on Twitter and Facebook and drop us a line. I'd love to have you on the show. I would love. I really want to try to do this within the next two to three months. Um, and I would love to either do some kind of like panel and find a place to do it, like a, like a big panel, or even, you know, if it's just four or five people, even just have them come to the, you know, to the Grouch Cave and uh, have us do it here. So, um, you know what just occurred to me? What's that? The one year anniversary of like our version three reboots coming up. Soon. It is, it is, yeah. We've been doing this fairly consistently since. Mine is a week or two. Hasn't been half bad. Yeah, how about that? So yeah, give us a. We should do something special. Yeah, like watch a movie. Because <laughs> we never do that. <laughs> no, never. Never. Certainly haven't in the last month produced five of those. We'd also like to know how you feel about uh, our last episode with No Holds Barred. Um, <laughs> it was a fun movie. Um, uh, the Spark Factor. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's been th- almost it's been th- 30 years, and they're still replenishing the sparks. <laughs> um, so what else is going on? Oh, something else that's going on, um, and we hope to. I hope to have this um, out and going pretty soon. Uh, as I've mentioned on on episodes in the past, um, me and a friend of mine used to do a podcast, a wrestling podcast, called "Marking the Territory" with me and uh, my friend Adam. So friend you of- say it, and all I think is just urinating. That's kind of half the joke. Oh, all right. Um, well, and for, I didn't know if there was a deeper meaning. Not, other I'm, is, I'm not a wrestler. Well, there man. is. There, it, it, there's wrestling parlance there. Um, I know what a face is. You know, and he, a heel. heel. Yeah, you're you're on the way. I'm learning. Um, well, Adam moved moved down south, so we stopped doing the show. But now um, he and I have endeavored to put it back together. So we intend on relaunching, marking the territory. And we're doing that. Uh, we're going to record our first episode back next week. Um, so we're kind of excited about that. You know, if you want to, um, 
you know, if oh, you man, there's a whole Facebook page for it. There's too. there's been a there's been a Facebook page for ages, even when we stopped. Listen, I don't, I don't yeah. even check our own. So um, if you want to check it, it's at marking the territory on Facebook. Um, you know, we we'd love to talk to you. We do have a Twitter handle, but I feel like our Twitter handle is complicated. So hold on one second. Let me just take a look at you'd think I was prepared for this. Absolutely not. I didn't even think to plug this, but um we've never pretended to be professional, right? Listen. He the, says while turning his face away from the microphone for the first half of that sentence. Sorry, right. the minute somebody, you know, gives us money, um I'm gonna we'll do see this. what happens. There it is. I've been craving this caffeine. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. Mm. I almost didn't do that, too. Did you see that? I took that first sip without making a sound. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to neglect our listeners like that. Besides, someone's got to fill the dead air while you're looking this up. Yeah, I can't even fucking find it. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, so check us out on Facebook, at Marking the Territory. Um, also, you could drop us an email at markingtheterritory at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, so if you're a wrestling fan, um, our our approach is kind of we're kind of a wrestling culture type thing as opposed to just like strictly like you know talking about the business because neither one of us are have really had a whole lot of exposure to the business. We've both had a little little exposure to independent wrestling, um, Adam more than I. But other than that, you know, you know we're, we're we're fans. We're we're lifelong marks. So if you're into wrestling. And are kind of into like just fans talking about not only wrestling but like the world around wrestling. <laughs> yeah, give us a look. Um, so that'll hopefully be out next week. I think we're gonna um, we're gonna review the Royal Rumble. I think that was the uh, that was the plan. So yeah, um, that's enough of an intro, don't you think? Yeah, I'd say we covered a lot. So I, I guess we're moving on to the news. It should be news time. Yes. you play a chord? Uh, I probably can play a chord. Hold on. We could get a like a polyphonic news intro. Doesn't work out so well because no. of time stretches, but... I could probably make it so it doesn't do that, but I'm not going to do that right now. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a little app anyway. Yeah. You know, it, it only kind of recently did they start having it so you could pitch shift in Audacity without having to... Time stretch. Right. So, well, you should be able to do it in GarageBand. I just d- d- don't know how to do it on my phone. So, yeah, well, app. The news. News. Uh, you go first. Me. All right. Uh, let's bring this up because I actually found one. Totally not ten minutes before starting this episode. Nice. So, Arizona lawmaker proposes porn tax to pay for border wall. Now this is. Actual news. Yeah, this actually, is uh, so. This was posted uh, today to geek.com. There you go. So, uh, I thought I was going to burp, and I wanted to not do it into the microphone. Uh, apparently, it decided to <coughs> not happen. Excuse me, I cough and so burp. So what the fuck? Is that'll come out eventually. I'm sure halfway sure. through a sentence or I'm something. Sure it will. So, more than a month into the government shutdown, an Arizona lawmaker has proposed a novel idea. I think we have different definitions of what a novel idea is. <laughs> I agree. For funding a U.S.-Mexico border wall. 
charge state residents $20 to watch online porn. There it is. Had to work its way out. At least it waited for the period. Republican Representative Gail Griffin... Of course. ...introduced House Bill 2444, that is two and three fours, which, under the guise of the John McCain Human Trafficking and Child Exploitation Prevention Fund, would require device distributors to install software blocking, quote, obscene content, unquote. Users can then pay a one-time fee of at least $20 to deactivate the program. Now, this is some Orwellian big brother bullshit. So, I forget if I ever told this story on the podcast, and... You know, who knows if my parents still listen to this beyond that one episode that they said they did. But this should not surprise them. When I was a wee lad, I enjoyed, I learned about, and learned to enjoy online pornography. Now this is a problem considering we only had the one household computer at the time. You know, I was like 12 or 13 or something, right? And not only that, I would come home from school and just sit on the computer all afternoon not doing any work and until my parents got home jacking it to porn and once they got home playing video games and then I would sneak out of bed at around like 11 o'clock at night go onto the computer and sit there for another couple hours just chatting to people on AIM or playing other games or something that wasn't porn time when they were home it was not porn time that's a dangerous game that I never played so they installed. Oh, I played that game. My parents went to sleep <laughs> before I had a computer in yeah. my room. Oh, it was in my dad's office. I mean, thank <laughs> God my dad didn't have a black light, man, because that desk wouldn't have been pretty. It could have looked like uh, psychedelic Jackson Pollock. There you go. There you go. So they installed one of those sort of cyber nanny programs. I forget which one it is off the top of my head. I could probably remember if I had some time. Wait, your parents put in a cyber nanny program? Oh, yeah, they put a cyber oh, nanny on that shit. Oh, you're shitting me. So, uh, so what it would do is when I got home from school, it would disable the internet till mom got home, and she would type in a password and unlock it, and I could play my games. And, all right, so first things first. I installed a, a, uh, why can't I fucking remember the name of it? A key logger mm-hmm. on the computer. And I recorded her password one day, and I now I could type it into and unlock it when I got home. Well, of course, the program kept logs. So she knew that I was doing this, and I got yelled at and told never to do it again. She changed the password. So I installed a key logger, stole her password. And this time I found where the logs were saved. So I would delete the parts of the log where I typed in the password. Now that looks weird because now there's a chunk of time missing. I believe she found out and I got yelled at and told never to do it again. So okay. What I learned to do instead was, turns out when I got home, you could just change the system clock a couple hours forward. And it would let me on. (laughs) So I would do that, browse for a while in the future delete all that, change the system time back, and everything looked normal. So then we get to what I think the real problem was. This program was so draconian and so invasive. 
Like, first off, let me say, I never really got any viruses from browsing porn. I browse safe. I know what I'm doing online. Things don't get downloaded without my permission. And only then when I have specifically clicked on download. Like, the worst virus I ever got, I tried to pirate Photoshop when I went off to college. And so I downloaded this giant program, double-clicked it to run it, nothing popped up, and I realized I had fucked myself. Yep. So, I did that I did that um, back in the day um, when I tried to... What did I try to download? Um, Adobe Premiere, I think. Um, well, I mean, Adobe's going to be where you, they get you anyway. Yeah, which is why... Because you, you expect a couple gigabyte download from that. Oh, yeah. And then there's no way you were going to pay for it because, you know, before their licensing kind of opened up to the casual user, I, I'm i sorry, I was a freshman in college. You know I didn't what? have the thousands of dollars you know for what? Photoshop. It's not, you know, a best case scenario, it's 50 bucks a month now. Yeah. Forget it. That's why I have GIMP. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, there are so many good. Well, uh, GIMP open was also source. garbage then, too. GIMP was garbage then. GIMP didn't exist when I did this. Well, because I did this when I was, I mean, I was a lad. So, so um, like, I wasn't a young lad, but I was a lad. Yeah. So, like, you know, I'm, I'm saying I never got any viruses from any of these things that they were trying to prevent me from doing on that computer. But this program that they willingly installed, let me tell you some shit. I don't know how it did it, and it, it was some shady shit that it could do it. I would be playing World of Warcraft. Well, first, I would be on AIM. If one of my friends cursed, if I'm talking to someone on AIM and they said fuck, it shut the internet down. And I would have to wait for it to come back up because the program detected vulgar language that could be pornographic. Oh, for fuck's sake. Playing World of Warcraft? Someone in, in, in trade chat cursing shut the internet down, knocked me off. And it didn't matter if I had the mature filter in chat on, it because that was happening on the client side. The mature filter was client side only. Oh, so the, the curse word, the offending language would come down the wire. And before it even got to the screen to be blacked out by their you know mature language filter, it would shut the internet down. So, I learned really so your quickly. Your parents were paranoid. Though. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But so what I did is I learned really quickly what God I could do. God forbid you see a vagina or something. I mean. What I could do was I could change the system time to a time when the program was not active. Control alt delete that shit. Turn it off as a service. Then change the system time back to normal so that it didn't screw up any of the net code in game. <laughs> Then I could log in and browse and play, and people could curse all they wanted. Of course, this did coincide with me sneaking on and playing World of Warcraft at, like, you know, midnight to 2 a.m. Sure. on sure. a school night. So they weren't very happy with that. But I maintain that I got around it for legitimate reasons at that point. Let me ask you a question. So this woman, this was a woman, this, this Republican was a woman, I believe? Uh, let me see. Um, We're going to get vaguely political here. Uh, Gail Griffin, okay. Republican. So, I feel like this woman has some repressed shit going on. Shit, maybe. Um, either that, I mean, either that or, sh you know, she's wealthy enough where she doesn't mind 20 bucks for, like, download. 
I don't know. I either that or like there's some weird repressed thing. Going oh on yeah, there. that's Gail Griffith. Look at look at her right there. Look at that hair. She's got like one of the big old lady bouffants. She looks like. She looks like a. Uh... She looks like she would be in a grandma porn though, because she's so <laughs> you know it, you know it, you know it. Yeah, she's she's got that quintessential grandma look that they right. would cast her for. Right. You know. Um, I don't know. I just. She's eighty four years old. <clears throat> Born in 1934, she hates that internet porn. For fuck's sake, get off it! All right, let's back in her day. People had hair down there. She's offended. So no, 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 there, there were, there was even more to that. Oh, there's more. Oh, I barely. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, we kind of, as usual, we tangent. So users could pay that one-time fee of at least twenty to deactivate. Mm -hmm. Manufacturers and retailers could also impose their own fees to remove the blocker. Any distributor who fails to institute the software would be guilty of a class one misdemeanor. Jesus. All money collected would be deposited in the prevention fund and doled out by the Commerce Authority and Department of Public Safety, which would give grants to government agencies and private entities working to, uphold, quote, uphold community standards of decency, unquote, and, quote, developing, expanding, or strengthening programs for victims of sex offenses. At the top of this, this is where it gets fucky. Too. I, I hate that they constantly conflate these things. At the top of Griffin's list of 10 spending options is build a border wall between Mexico and Arizona or fund border security. Okay, so now go back a couple of sentences to what the purpose of the money would be. So it would go into the prevention fund, which would be the John McCain Human Trafficking and Child Exploitation Prevention Fund. Okay, continue. Um... Providing grants. Wait, so and... it would go to the that fund. Yeah. Doled out by the Commerce Authority and Department of Public Safety. Yeah. Which would give grants to government agencies and private entities working to, quote, uphold community standards of decency and developing, expanding, or strengthening programs for victims of sex offenses. How do you equate that to building a wall? So I can... Explain it now. This, this is the problem, and this will appear when we get to the meat of our show as well this sort of problem that i have when i analyze things like this i can understand the connection in the mind but i, I think that it is grossly misplaced and and built no, on this isn't about whether or not these people are fucking racist of course they're fucking racist but what i'm saying is even the most racist per how do you equate the two well, if you have a wall, then the human traffickers can't get them out the country that way. But they don't make... That's not where... Porn, but that's not how that works. Um, no, no. There's she, no human trafficking no, 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 no. Through, through Mexico. No, that's, she's taxing the porn to pay for the wall to prevent human traffic. The porn is just the money that comes in. They're not using the porn money for anti-porn. No, but, but but they're using the porn money for heavy quotes and sarcasm marks, preventing human trafficking by building a wall. But human tra doesn't happen that way. I, whatever. Okay, are we done? Um, it's pretty clearly unconstitutional," said Mike Stabile. St Stabile. Stabile. S T A B I L. Yeah, is that, is that how that's pronounced? Right. So, um, so yeah, he he brings up that the similar bills have been 
uh, proposed in the past in Alabama, Kentucky, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Utah, and Virginia, but the border wall twist is new. And he, he goes on to say that uh, he's, by the way, a spokesman for the Free Speech Coalition, a nonprofit that lobbies on behalf of the adult entertainment industry. It's pretty clearly unconstitutional, he told the Arizona Mirror, which, I You mean, can't legislate morality. Like, you legally cannot but, legislate morality. Here's an interesting tidbit. Pornhub last week reported a nearly 6% increase in average daily traffic during the shutdown's third week. Well, people are home. And while correlation does not mean causation, it's winter. People tend to stay indoors anyway. It's It's hard to deny the connection. It's winter and more people are home and you got to beat it. I mean, you know. I honestly think this article wraps up my feelings and your feelings, it seems, very well with... People love porn, but lawmakers shouldn't be able to exploit that passion for unnecessary gains. I just... And no, you're, you're completely correct. You can't legislate morality. And also, we need to stop shutting down the government, because as soon as we do that, people get fucking weird ideas. Yeah, I'm telling you. Speaking of weird ideas, segues are fantastic. Uh, there's a uh, Swedish film festival that will be providing a kind of once-in-a-lifetime experience for a few fans. Um, they're going to seal... Just going to hold on to that phrase, once-in-a-lifetime. I'm going to bring that back. <laughs> or once-in-a-death time? I don't know. They will Teaser. seal moviegoers inside coffins for a sci-fi film, sci-fi horror film set in space. Mm. You know what? No, I could see why. Custom-made caskets equipped with screens, speakers, and air vents. Okay, air vents. Good. So I was going to say, once the in a lifetime. The coffins have been made to magnify the solitary theme of the movie, which centers around a spaceship carrying settlers to Mars when it's knocked off course. The incident forces its passengers to consider their place in the universe. Now, I don't necessarily think coffin is... I feel like coffin is a sensational term that they're using here. Because if they're specially designed and they have these things and all these other things, I don't think it's going to look like your Count Dracula vampire coffin. Or even your We Just Buried Grandma coffin. But you know what? If you, if, if you somehow did that... You could call it cryo chamber. You'd get your goth kids coming to this. In, it's Sweden. You get the black metal kids. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You get black metal kids. It's Sweden. You have to make those coffins look like coffins. I'm telling you, you're going to get kids in, like, corpse paint showing up, you know. But no, this kind of makes sense with the theme of the of the, the movie, though, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, an, it's about isolation, yeah. It's, it's like, uh, it's that idea, you know, what if you're you're locked in this thing in, like, cryosleep, sort of, and now you got to, you just, and... That's the one thing no one really considers when they think about, oh, I want to go into space. I want to go to Mars. I want to go to the moon. Yeah, it'd be really cool, but you're also locked in this tiny tin can with just barely any wiggle room. Even the International Space Station. (coughs) You're like, you're in an RV for months. Yes. You know, it's tiny. And there's, you can't go for a walk or anything, so... Uh, that's kind of a cool idea, honestly. I was skeptical when you brought it up at first, but I, mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of cool. Um, I'm more okay with it now that you specified that there will be air filters and air vents. 
because uh, Mythbusters, I believe, showed that now y'all don't last too long in a sealed and buried coffin. No. But they're also not burying these coffins. Yeah. So. I mean, so that's going to be the news. We're going to, I don't have anything else really. I just thought that was interesting and yours was interesting. And yeah, and we went I mean, off on tangents. Well, you know, I told a story about watching porn. And you know, we're, we're almost a half an hour in, so it's almost a show. Yeah, so. that, that covers that. Yeah. And uh, I'm starting to think Joe's never coming. No, he's not coming. So, um, starting to think he doesn't even listen to these anymore to hear us bashing him. No, not at all. So, I was going to, um, I was trying to think of a, of a subject for the show that Gonzo and I could do. And I don't know why this didn't occur to me earlier. I'm like, no, we have to do something on conspiracy theories. Gonzo's always mentioning conspiracy theories, so we've never actually done a show about conspiracy theories. Because conspiracy theory geeks are the problem with conspiracy theories in general. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) So I'm going to say a couple of things that that, we're not going to talk about. I don't what think. aren't we going to talk about? I'd like to not talk about the Holocaust. Okay. I'd like to not talk about 9-11. Okay. I'd like to not talk about Sandy Hook or any like recent gun gun things. Okay. Um, let's keep it fun. I mean, just one really quick. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams, but fun fact about like forging and most metalworking, you don't need to melt these things. It's true. It doesn't burn hot enough to melt, but it didn't need to melt. It's just how it happens. So we're not going to talk about 9-11. Fucking face it. We're not going to talk about 9-11. Um, so what I want to do is go How about Columbine? Over, huh? Columbine. No shootings. No nothing. No, 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 nothing with, no. no. Let, let's Waco st- siege. There's no conspiracy theory there. The FBI fucked up. The yeah. FBI and the ATF fucked up. Um, <laughs> uh, so what I want to do is I want to just... We'll kind of review the, the conspiracy, and we'll have fun with it. All right. Um, I'm going to let you go first so you can think of something goofy and weird. No, I told you. I'm recording it. Shut up, Josh. I, I texted. It's Josh, you know, friend of the podcast, Josh. He's been on here. People yes. should know him. Not not your friend, Josh. My friend, Josh. Yep. The other Josh. Yep. Um, since both Joshes have been on here now. Now, I've yes. said Josh so many times, the word doesn't make sense. I told him. I'm recording a podcast episode today. I'm probably going to be late. Oh. I just got the text. Why hey, are you coming? Where are you going? He wants to drink. And he's been out since like 730. Oh. But to be fair, I left home late. So whatever. So um, uh, anyway, conspiracy. If theories. you want a drink, I'll make you a drink. <laughs> Let's see here. Well, drinks may be appropriate for conspiracy theory. Yeah, but. Really. That could devolve into another seven hours of uneditable content. Oh, no. Very easily. Uh, speaking of conspiracy theories, how about Zack Snyder thinking horses are shorthand for terrorism? There's a conspiracy for it's you. It's a conspiracy theory. That's just an, incre- <laughs> that's an incredibly viable tra- uh, interpretation of something. There's no conspiracy there. It's you found something. You found a connection in something. And if he doesn't, th- if he didn't intend for that to mean that, <laughs> It means that now, at least in your yours and my eyes, like well, that see, makes perfect sense. So the next time this fucker, the next time this fucker puts a, a horse in a movie, we're gonna have to see if we can extrapolate it. Like there you go. Well, I mean, I wouldn't call that a conspiracy. I'd call that a goddamn piece of genius. But isn't that what a conspiracy theory is at its core, anyway? Some people somewhere are drawing these connections and going, "This makes sense to me." Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, I yeah, that that's a very good point. I think the term conspiracy indicates that several people 
had a common goal to execute and at the same time obfuscate it from the general public. So I guess a good one to start on and the one everyone's expecting me to start with is Flat Earth. Oh, okay. Flat Earth. That's... Flat Earth fascinates me because no one stands to benefit from it. Like, if the Flat Earthers are right, which they're not, because I believe in space and science and the pictures that I've seen. And physics. But, hey, whatever. Um, if they're right, who's who, who, who benefits? Who's winning? Yeah. Yeah. No one's winning. This, I mean, the, the origins, really... Uh, it's not even like, you know, people like to say about how when Columbus sailed, they thought he was going to fall off the face of the earth. No. The Egyptians were measuring the curvature of the earth, and the, the Greeks were me- measuring the curvature of the earth. I, it was well known at the time that the earth was round. I mean, they, they didn't think Columbus, Columbus didn't think he was going to fall off. He thought he was going to end up in India. Yeah. He didn't realize there was an entire no, but that, two continent body in between that's like Europe the, and India. That's the common myth that like I feel like they teach in school was when he sailed, he thought that he was being clever and going to go around the world and everyone else thought he was being dumb, he's just going to fall off the edge. But uh No, I by then they had pretty much decided. And that's the thing is people think that And the, the earth is not round by the way. It is spherical. There's a difference. It is a sphere. Well, that's still a round shape. Is it, though? And it's actually, <laughs> no, it is. Uh, I it would is. say no, that no, it's yeah. round more than spherical because we do have weird perturbations. No, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm being a wise ass. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> like, it kind of got started. You look back at some of the original real, like, conspiracy theory, the original flat earthers. Um, one of the, the most one of the loudest originators, and I forget his name off the top of my head, but after he died, a lot of his personal friends, because this guy used to go around on like lecturing tours to universities and just bring this up and have a debate. And he would, on on one, uh, on one occasion, as I recall the story, when a group of students asked him, well, if the Earth is flat, how come the hull of a ship disappears before the mast? He just ran out of the room. Um, but uh, according to, again, this is as I'm recalling, I don't have the source material in front of me because I'm not prepared. Why would I ever be prepared? Um, after his death, some of his personal friends just came out straight out and said, no, he very openly didn't believe in any of this. He was getting paid to to go on these lecturing tours. So he was making money and just saying things. I mean it's it's you know, it's the root of why the guy who uh the guy who said that uh vaccines cause cause autism and they go and they find that he has no study and it was completely and totally false yeah. and fabricated. He did it so he could make money and go on tours and make, you know. Yeah, and so... So I, I'm looking so, really quick here. I'm sorry. I'm looking really quick here, and, and it just, it, 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 it kills me. Like, there is an actual set of beliefs, general beliefs of a flat earther. Like, the leading flat earther theory, hold on here, holds that Earth is a disk... With the Arctic Circle in the center. Yeah. And then the and, ice wall. And Antarctica, a 150 foot tall wall of ice around the rim. Yeah. It's Discworld. 
NASA employees, they say, guard this ice wall to prevent people from climbing over and falling off the disc. Yep. What? Now what gets really weird? Earth's day and night cycles are explained by positing that the sun and moon are spheres yep. measuring 32 miles that move in circles 3,000 miles above the plane of the Earth. Stars, they say, move in a plane 3,100 miles up. Have you ever seen the uh, the demos that some of these flat earthers do? With, no, like, I have to watch them. And I so, do. So their whole thing is... As for what lies underneath the disk of the Earth, it's unknown, but most flat earthers believe it's composed of rocks. No, nah, it's turtles all the way down. Well, that's Discworld. <laughs> so that's Pratchett being a wise ass. So, um, what gets really fun is they don't all of them subscribe to that. They don't all of them subscribe to the belief in gravity. Some think that the gravity is because we are on the underside of the disc as it's falling through. Now, the the really fun part is how half of them that believe this don't believe that space exists. So what we're falling through is unknown, but we're stuck to the bottom of the plate as it falls. You know, we're being, because it's like, it's not even how it fucking works. It hurts my brain. But one of my favorite flat earth ones is how we are, again, on a disc. But this disc is suspended within a tetrahedral crystal <laughs> heard this one right that is propped up on four pillars and we were put here by satan <laughs> and so what happens is as you run off and the reason we think it's round is because when you leave the disc and you approach the edge of the prism it's like a pac-man map so you leave one side and you instantaneously <laughs> get teleported <laughs> to the other side giving the illusion of round <laughs> that's you know, awesome this, it's very similar to shit i was pulling in our D game this yeah. last weekend. Yeah. I mean, uh, I actually just saw something. I wish I had thought of it. Did I throw you for a little bit of a loop at the D&D game? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, I'm glad. So, I'm still glad I got the Back to the Future part right. Hey, why not? So, um, I saw an image, and I wish I had known we were doing this earlier. When yeah. I saw it, I would have clicked on it and read about it. It was, the very clickbaity title was, Flat Earth Group Now Believes That Earth is a donut. Which, that uh, that means it's not flat. Right. I think that that just means they're opposed to round Earth. You know? And it's just, the modern resurgence... Wait, is it, So, I mean, it, it, it's on Vice, which is funny, but, or, I, and I fucking love uh, science. I, I, I fucking love science, <laughs> which is a great site. But... There's a site here. I mean, I'd never heard of this site. I'm going to look at it. It's called Bro Bible. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of them. No, I've, never I've heard, heard of them. Yeah. They they do a lot of the Facebook meme video yeah. posts. So yeah, sure enough, there there there's a fucking there's a theory that it's a donut. I don't know how that solves any of the problems that the disc was also having cuz at least with the disc one, they kind of worked out how it's got to happen. So what you got is you've got your disc and the way that you get night in some places and day in some places is the sun is smaller and not as bright as we think it is. It's just smaller and closer. So it's like when you hold a... Uh, do I have my flash? I do have my flashlight. So instead of it being... Gonzo's using a visual medium for an audio podcast. But So you see here on the table, let's say 
You know, the, now this is the regular sun and this is the earth. Chillin'. Damn, that is a sweet earth, you might say. Wrong. It's back to like a 2006 flash video meme. <laughs> That's what that is. Anyway, so he, he, the side here facing the light is in the sun and it's day and the side underneath is facing away from the light, so it's night, right? That's how you think, you round earther, you fool. What it really is. Jim's not even looking at my visual aids. No, I am. What it really is, is instead of being this far away, now the whole table is the earth and it's flat. Ah. So it's closer. So here is day and here is night. And so it travels in this circle, right? That's why it's always daytime at the North Pole sometimes. But when <laughs> it's not, it's not. I, I don't, they don't really explain that very well. I think actually. That's probably the they, donut. That's why it's a donut. No, this is the thing. They do explain these things, but it involves the sun moving in this really complicated, like, spirograph figure eight pattern. Sure. Well, I mean, anything you can do to fit fact that, to your... That's exactly what they're doing. Your, your theory. I mean, that's what a lot of these things are. But so it does this, and the moon rotates opposite it. So you see the moon at night, except sometimes when it's in the day. But that's, that's different. We don't talk about that. Whatever. And you see a solar eclipse... And a lunar eclipse, those are caused by the secret moon. The secret moon oh, is an object that we can't moon. see except for when it eclipses things. How Final Fantasy Four, Right? So that's wow. how that works. Wow. Um, was it Final Fantasy Four that had the, the two moons, right? Or was it Final Fantasy uh, Seven where there was the Earth and the anti-Earth? I don't know. No, that wasn't Seven. I know it wasn't Seven. Yeah, whatever. It's a Final it might Fantasy have been Four. Game. I drink too much. It wasn't Five? No, it wasn't. Uh, maybe it with was the dwarves, that. were on the moon, right? No, that's no, no, no. That the is o five. the only game where you go to the moon is four. Okay, so it must be four. Let's call it four. Where you actually go to the moon? We're probably wrong. Yell at us if we are. We're bad nerds. Couchcrouches at gmail com. So all right. So the, but are, are the, we still on flat Earth? Really quickly. No, no. Finish it. Go for it. The thing is, that was dead and gone for a long time, because it. The old one, the old flat earth theory, the beginning of it, you know, partly it was shit talkers and just bullshit artists, and partly it was a very religious-centric sort of thing. You know, similar to the... The, um, the earth is only 5,000 years old type thing? No, more of the, the earth is the center of the universe type thing. Yeah, but how is a flat earth... Because in the Bible... He says that he took the ground and stretched it out as though it were a tarp. And also in the book of Revelations, he is taken above the earth to gaze down at all the kingdoms of the world. And you couldn't do that if it was a sphere. It has to be flat. Really? Is that there, where this the, is from? There are a lot of quotes. But no, um, you know, it's a very religiously centric thing because it's also the same way that it's an earth centric universe. It puts you and your belief at the center of everything important, you know? If the earth is flat and these things are moving around it, it's because the earth was given to you. You live on this disc that was made for you. So, but the thing is, that theory died out. Modern flat earth is not from that. Modern flat earth sprung up from forum posters that were engaging in 
just random sort of devil's advocate debating and bullshit artistry. And some of them said some things and, you know, they would pick a side just to debate for sort of the intellectual stimulation of it or something. And it spiraled out of control from there. So now you got everyone who wants to get a couple thousand clicks on YouTube. You just post something that's got in all caps like new conspiracy revealed secret Illuminati 2012 <laughs> Anunnaki Nibiru conspiracy. None of those have anything to do with flat earth, but they all have everything to do with the problem with YouTube conspiracy theories. I think I'm done on this topic. I'm looking at Bible, the Bible verses that they say, say it's the flat earth and I still don't buy it. It, All right. Um, It's almost like it's a book of poetry meant to inspire and teach you moral lessons instead of a book of fact that's meant to be taken as We're not going to talk about the great world conspiracy that is organized religion. Um, What we are going to talk about, though, is New Coke. That's a conspiracy theory? Are you familiar with the conspiracy theory about New Coke? New Coke, if, if New Coke was a conspiracy, it was fucking genius. All right. I mean, I just believe that that was the intent from the start. But so, so for those of you that don't know, don't know, in 1985, um, Coca-Cola introduced a new recipe or formula for Coke, for good old-fashioned Coca-Cola. And the reason was by '85, and they Bill had been... Cosby was there. Yes, he was. All the pieces fit together now. And you get me started on pudding pops. Uh, Coke... What about Kodak Film? How do you think people get pictures of Bigfoot? Anyway, Coke. That's to try to keep the truth quiet. We can do a separate show on zool on, zool, on uh, cryptozoological <laughs> wonders. Uh, by the time as 80- we slowly spiral farther and farther away from ge- geek culture. Uh, no, this is all geek culture. By '85, Coke was losing market share. Yeah, because like you know, Pepsi was doing. Um, Pepsi was doing like uh, a lot of marketing and stuff like that. They had Michael Jackson and whatnot. What does Crystal Pepsi fit in? It doesn't. That was late. That was in the nineties. Oh, okay. Okay. So basically, they're well, bringing that back. It's back already. Yeah. Um, New I, Coke. There was yeah. So like you know, they used to do these commercials back in the day with the Pepsi challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I never believed that shit. But um, you know, the I what what they how how they explained it was oh well people seem to want a sweeter flavor. So we're going to do something a little different. So they released New Coke. Mm-hmm. And I almost, heard in the blind taste tests it won. Uh, I don't know. But I'll tell you this. People got their nuts in a bunch. Facebook message. Yes, indeed. Um, people got their nuts in a bunch. And, um, you know, it, it's it really... Um, there was a groundswell to bring old Coke back. Mm-hmm. So they um, they did. They brought it back as Coca-Cola Classic. So for a long time, and I'll tell you right now, um, Coca-Cola Classic, um, it was called Coca-Cola Classic for a long time, like long after they got rid of Isn't New Coke. Isn't it still on the bottles? No. It doesn't still say that? I don't believe so. It says it in my brain. Um, yeah, it's because it was for such a long time. So Well, that's why they still have that the the curly font, I think. Oh, always, yeah. Cause that's well, exactly. because I'm looking at the can of New Coke there, and that is a blocky right. serif font. So, in serif theory... font? Seraphim? No. <laughs> New World Order? 
Illuminati confirmed. So suppose- we buy gold. <laughs> so, I'm gonna start a cult. That's what I'm gonna do. So they they one of the things that they said was that um, the recipe for new Coke was actually based on um, the diet Coke recipe, ah. um, but made with. That flavor Sugar. no one likes. Dude, I'm I'm addicted to Diet Coke. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I am addicted to Diet Coke. New World Order. Yeah. Um so then the, the so basically the, the conspiracy idea is that they they knew mm-hmm. that if they released a new Coke, people would flip out and it would increase the sales of regular Coke. They deny this. I don't know why they would deny this. Like in in ninety two, they actually re released New Coke, and it was called Coke Two, mm-hmm. and it didn't sell. It was very niche, but not niche. It was very niche. It was very niche. It was a niche. <laughs> if it was niche, I mean, it would it would be a <laughs> can of Coke without anything in it, um, and all it would do is you'd crack it open, and it would play like a Joy Division album for an hour, and then fucking swallow you whole. Um, so, yeah. Nihilists, man. <laughs> Fucking nihilists. So, I don't know. I I don't know why they um, denied it because it's fuck it's fucking genius. I didn't it's, know that they actually denied. Oh, that. they do. They, like I just believe totally that that was the truth. It. In fact, they deny it in the press. When I went to the World of Coke in Atlanta with my wife, mm-hmm. they 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 certainly there's a, a room in the World of Coke that has Coke different Coke products from all around the world. There's like soda fountains. Mm-hmm. You can go around and try as many as you want. They also had new Coke. Mm-hmm. And they talked about new Coke on a tour and they assured us that they didn't mean to do it. That they thought that it was going to be a good move. But I don't know. I mean, well, okay. So I can sort of, I can sort of see where they would think it's going to be a good move. And by some of the accounts that I remember having read, it did beat out a lot of things in blind taste tests. But also, I mean, in a blind taste test, you tend to have it poured into a cup for you and only a small amount at a time. It could be one of those things that tastes really good as a... like (laughs) As a shot? Well, like that drink (laughs) that I make that I no longer make because it has caused Joe to projectile vomit twice now. I I don't understand why anyone drinks that. It doesn't taste good. No, I I don't make it anymore because I projectile vomit now. But I'm saying that it could be one of those things that in a shot, is all right, or when it's allowed to aerate or go just slightly flat from being poured in, when it's not straight from a can, and when it's not a large quantity of it, it could have tasted a lot better. But as soon as you had a full can of the stuff, it was just too, too much. So I could see where this could have been a legitimate attempt to to fix it, and in that case, it's less of a conspiracy and really just a great marketing move to roll everything back and go, nope. By the way, Coca-Cola did not remove the term classic mm-hmm. until 2009. Oh, so that's why I remember Nine. it being there. Yeah, they permanently I a... removed classic from its North American packaging. All right. Uh, you know, so... You know what? I like a... that cane sugar Coke. Oh, um, either Mexican Coke or uh, Passover Coke mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like... I don't know that it tastes different. It does taste different. But I know that I think it tastes different. So I'll tell you what we'll do. At some point, I'll... I'll go buy a, a a bottle of 
Coquecho de Mexico and that Mexico, and then buy a regular glass. And we'll do glass bottles because right. they have glass bottles of regular Coke and glass bottles of Mexican Coke. And we'll put them side by side, and we'll do a blind taste test. You'll tell me which one you like more, and you will like the Mexican Coke better. Doesn't that what make you poop pretty bad though if you drink too much? Of I it? never had any problems. No, that's fake sugar makes you do that. Uh, right. Fake sugar does make you do it, but not not sucralose, which is what, or uh, uh, aspartame, which is what they use in Diet Coke. Yeah, well, that's not a fake sugar though. No, no. Um, yeah, but malitol is, yeah. is the one that hits you bad. So the conspiracy theories, according to Wikipedia.com, uh, says that the, the, the Coca-Cola company's sudden reversal on New Coke led to several rumors and conspiracy theories that have circulated in years to explain how a company with the resources and experience of Coca-Cola could have made such an obvious and colossal blunder. Some explanations that have been proffered are the, con the company intentionally changed the formula, hoping consumers would be upset with the company and demand the original formula to return, which in, in turn would cause spike sales to spike. By the way, that's my theory. Mm -hmm. The president of Coke says, oh, we're not that dumb we're, and we're not that smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. The other Makes one sense. is... Makes you, sense. You run a multinational company, you can't be that smart. Plaus plausible deniability. The putative switch was planned all along to cover the change from sugar-sweetened Coke to much less expensive high-fructose corn syrup, oh. a theory that was supposedly given credence by the apparent different taste of Coke Classic when it first hit the market. Uh, the U.S. Sugar Trade Association took out a full-page ad lambasting in Coke for using high fructose corn syrup and bottling of the old formula when it was reintroduced. In fact, Coca-Cola began allowing bottlers to remove up to half the product's cane sugar as early as 1980, five years before the introduction of new Coke. By the time the new formula was introduced, most bottlers had already been sweetening Coca-Cola with corn syrup. Mm. Finally, this one I like. It provided cover for the final removal of all coca derivatives from the product to placate the Drug Enforcement Agency, which was trying to eradicate the plant worldwide to combat an increase in cocaine trafficking and co consumption. While Coke's executives were indeed relieved the new formula contained no coca and concerned about the long-term future of the Peruvian government-owned coca fields that supplied it in the face of increasing DEA pressure to end cultivation of the crop, according to author Mark Pendergrass, there was no direct pressure from the DEA on Coca-Cola to do so. This theory was endorsed in the Time Magazine article, as well as by historian Barto Elmore, who claims the reformulation was made in response to the escalating war on drugs by the Reagan administration. So they don't use anything Coca-derived anymore? Um, I think I they... could have sworn that they did, but like it was just sort of the... Well, it's the leave-in, like the, I, the essence. I don't think they need to anymore. I think they found a way to replicate mm. it. So, because I had remembered reading some article about how, like, and this may have just been nonsense, sensationalist, mm -hmm. early internet era stuff, where it was, um, they were like one of the, they were a company that's uh, legally allowed to handle cocaine because it's extracted before. Like the the psychoactive compounds, the alkaloids are extracted before they use the flavoring. Right. Well, no, I mean that was it was coke. It was coca leaf extract. Yeah. And what it was, it was literally the oil, the essential yeah. oil of the coca leaf, as opposed to the 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 crystallized 
uh, the crystallized salts, the the the, the cocaine. Well, some <laughs> the days cocaine. the cocaine. Some days I wish I lived in the Victorian times, because then my depression would just be cured with more cocaine. Well, I mean, you know, coca leaves have been consumed for thousands of years. They used to just pull them off the thing and yeah, chew they them. Yeah, well, they I think uh, they probably still do. I think in some South American countries they do. Yeah, um, I if I'm remembering, like my middle school Spanish class keeps, informative videos keeps you up and going, but. So uh, you you got a, you got an interesting one to counter <clears throat> new fucking coke. Hmm. Don't worry, I've got a dark one. All right. So which which way do we want to go with this? Uh, I I mean I got plenty just rolling around my head. Um, how you feel about them chemtrails? Go for it. <laughs> go for it. Nah, go, no, yeah, no chemtrails in no because you know chemtrails the, and Nibiru kind of go together sometimes. Yeah, and you know what? I, I would you say start on chemtrails. Yeah. You start on chemtrails in Nibiru. You eventually get to holographic moon. <laughs> you know about holographic moon, right? You don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's louder than it needed to be. <laughs> Wake up, everybody! I feel like that was way louder than it needed to be. All right, so uh, let's 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 skip chemtrails then. But you, you have anything ridiculous? Like ridiculous? Uh, there's Hollow Earth, Hollow Moon, which I feel like we did Hollow Earth a couple weeks ago, just with yeah, me we, going yeah, on a rant. Yeah, um, I think was I that up, our Christmas episode? Yeah, I think I brought up Blizzard people, and you just fucking went. Uh, I was I, we talked about mole men, and so we've talked about right, hollow, hollow moon. Yeah, hollow moon um, is. So is this where they, the Nazis put a space station on the? Put a station on the moon? And no, that's a gloriously bad movie. <laughs> that is a horrible fucking movie. But it's not a good defending a bad movie movie because it's enjoyable. Oh yeah, it's fun. It's like fun. it needs no defense. And um, it knows by it's the bad. way, I know what our next. Defending a bad movie is. Is it Iron Sky 2? No. Because um, I totally blanked on the fact that they made a sequel. No. Um, no. Our next. It's not even defending. No. It's not going to be defending a bad movie. Um, it's the next movie that we're going to watch on this show. It's called Best Friends Volume 1 and Volume 2. Starring Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero. Oh, shit. Was that his follow-up? Yes. Because I, I remember having heard that after The Room... He went and he made an abysmal office comedy sort of thing. Well, let's look at the uh, before we go and talk about it. Uh, okay, uh, what's what's the fucking movie about? In fact, you know what? Let's just Wikipedia that shit. So, so anyway, so Hollow Moon. Continue while I look up best friends Tommy Wiseau. Hollow Moon is another part of the entire conspiracy theories that surround. Ooh, it's best friends, but the R is in parentheses. So if you choose not to do the R, it's best fee. Oh. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. How's your sex life? The plot follows a homeless drifter in Los Angeles who begins working at a morgue, only to realize his boss is hiding a mysterious past. That could be fun. Hey, The the Room was one of our first uh, reboot episodes, wasn't it? It was a pre-reboot. It was? I thought I we I thought we did it after the latest reboot. No, I think it was around a... Cirillo Cabaret time. I think it was. So there was a kind of a period right before the reboot where we were still doing like sporadic episodes, and that was one of them. But I believe that was still during the Couch Grouches, maybe version. Um, uh, I can certainly 
Go ahead and, and, and so, talk about Hollow Earth, and I no, will... No, 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 not Hollow Earth, Hollow Moon. Hollow Moon! Because there's a whole subset of conspiracy theories which all revolve around the concept of... That thing there, that's, that's not that. There's a lot of people that really, really choose to believe that the moon either is not real, is a projection, is an artificial thing... Uh, was put there by time travelers to make sure that it was there in the future, which that's the one that doesn't make sense to me. There's the idea that at some point in our future as a human race, we will need to send people back in time to construct an artificial moon above the Earth so that there will be a moon in the future. But if there's a moon in the future, why did they go back in the past to make it in the first place? That's that nonsense that doesn't really get explained away by most time travel theories. You know, you could go with your sort of time split uh, back to the future sort of thing. But in that case, if we needed a moon for the future to survive, how did the future survive long enough for them to go back in time to make a moon to create the time split where the future survived? Can I just step in real quick? Yeah, sure. The Couch Grouch's relaunch. The first episode was February 19th, 2018. All right. Um, The Room came out September 14th, 2017. Um, it was kind of, it was kind of the, that, 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 um, that weird period where we were doing occasional episodes, um, you know, here and there. So, but yeah, it was the last of the sporadic episodes and it's funny. It's like, I have like, you know, it's just looking this through. Like our second relaunch was February 6th, 2017. Hey, this time we lasted for a full year doing it. How That's about if that? we make it to February. Yeah, well, assuming that the moon doesn't explode or something. Well, then no one will ever know. So, so, so I'm sorry about that. I just, I just, you know, I saw it and I'm like, ooh. So, the theories range from. So first off, it all involves uh, some of the experiments that were performed with the very early landers. Um, okay. Specifically, when they crashed like the spent stage into the moon. They had, uh, like, seismometers on landers there. We had already landed experimental and and science-gathering spacecraft on the surface. Like you do. So they crashed the the spent stage, uh, spent upper stage of one of the Apollo missions on it. They actually did that with a lot of them. Uh, Some of them were shot out into uh, the sort of interplanetary space and put into a heliocentric orbit. Okay, but for the most part, once you get into that transfer window, yeah, and and you've uh, performed your your transfer, you can't send that back to Earth very easily. You know, there are a couple things. No! Sure, I'll just stop. Oh, don't even get all. No, nope. come on. No, nope. that was perfect. No, nope. no, I want to hear it. Next. No, don't do that. Don't do that. One of these days, you'll learn that this is my response. But that, but that's that's not viable, and it's not productive to a show. I, I'm gonna always put in stuff. I mean, like, look, there's Randy Savage. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. You're right. That is too loud. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> loud. So heliocentric orbit, go. 
So they crashed the uh, spent stage into the moon, and they right. found that it would ring for longer than they would expect for an object of that size and the presumed density. Ah. So that led to the speculation that it rang for so long because it was hollow. It was echoing yeah. off Be, the well, hollow interior. The, the seismic waves didn't dampen as they would expect. Answer me this, though. has No one's ever done any kind of internal surveying of the moon, have they? I mean, uh, we've done some. I know they've thrown, like, radio waves and thrown, like, stuff at it. We've but done some. Uh, Deep Impact was actually... A really bad movie? No, but it was actually, I believe that was the name of the mission. And it's near and dear to my heart because it's near and dear to one of my close friends. Or Deep Impact... Uh... I feel like that could be a really good porn movie, too. So, um, <laughs> but it's near and dear to one of your friends. So I, I've talked about my friend Jareth before, I believe. Um, you have his, a friend named Jareth? Yep. Did, and he, did he give himself that name? Nope. He his was, parents gave him that name? Yeah, his father, uh, Ken Arnold, who you may know is one of the lead programmers of Rogue. Yes. And one of the lead developers in Java. Is a viable enough nerd to name his kid Jareth. Completely acceptable. So, um, dude's got an awesome name. Oh, speaking of which, I should get in contact with Jareth because, well, I haven't graduated. I always said that meeting his father was going to be my graduation present to myself for graduating with a uh, computer science degree. Well, Jareth, he skipped the degree and went right to making decent money doing doing, doing programming. I think he's earned it. I got to talk to him about about that and actually like going to meet his dad and everything because it's kind of really cool that my friend's dad is that guy oh yeah i mean that's a that's i mean i'm sorry dude don't get upset this is a perfect opportunity come on (laughs) yeah yes yeah you know you know what it's not a perfect opportunity for though is it the baby cry no what what is that what is that what is it is there ever a bad time for this though not the beast not the beast we haven't Ah! mentioned rick perlman ron perlman (laughs) why did i say rick perlman That's just how long it's been since we talked about Ron Perlman. I called him Rick Perlman. Anyway, um, so Jareth's grandfather, I believe, was one of the one of the early people to hypothesize that there would be ice water on Wait, the moon. So he comes from a line yeah. of nerds. Line of nerds. Nerd! That's awesome. So he like he is has. A genetic marker in him that makes him a fucking nerd. And I have to talk to him and see, see if he managed to graduate. I figure that he did, but when when I met him at UMass, he was there for physics. He was a physics major. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like one of those pure mathematic type theoretical physics. Those, terif- those terrifying, yeah. So uh, his grandfather had hypothesized um, ice water on the moon. Okay. And so before he passed, I believe it was before he passed, was the Deep Impact probe, which was that probe that they sent, and it just shot a very heavy projectile at the moon so they could do some spectral analysis okay. on the uh, the. Uh, See, I didn't plume. know they actually ever did that. That makes... Was that Deep Impact? No, but that makes so much sense. So they, they have done these sort of things. I mean, it, it's hard to do this... Uh, analysis right now because we are not currently going to the moon with very much science anyway no science isn't something no i mean really going to the moon that's that's a that's now a corporate tourist thing like that's 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 the future of 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 space travel is 
is completely privatized space mm. travel, you know. Which I mean, I'm a fan of. Yeah, general, but that's but. like the beginning of Blade Runner. But like so, that's where Blade Runner comes from because like once corporations go out and like I'm going to go claim the the planetoid Cirrus so that I can claim all of the ice water on it so that when Earth is out of water, like I can sell water. I wrote I wrote a role-playing game campaign based on this shit. I'm telling you it's bad. Like that's how Alien happens. Yeah, that's how Alien happens. Yeah. The, cor the, the 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 corporations send the ships out to go and find resources in the galaxy, and they come back with fucking alien parasites. It's still better than what we've got going on as far as space goes, right now. As far as space goes, you yes. Know? But you know, well, the, you know, then we have you know, someone wants to create a space army. Yeah, which makes no sense, but is also. <laughs> Dude, Steve Carell. Steve Carell's gonna be in a movie, a movie like a, like a parody movie of that. Like I hate, I hate it so much, but at the same time, it sounds so cool. Well, that's why he did it, and that's why he did it because it sounds awesome. I mean, it does. I mean, it sounds corny as shit, <laughs> but, it but it sounds cool. cool. I mean, you know, the fact is that you know, that, you know we're probably only five, ten years away from space battles mm -hmm. you know human beings killing each other in the in the black vacuum of space which would look nothing like they do in star wars by the way but it's a, a point a of contention that's not really a point of contention so anyway yeah i was gonna say is it a point of contention because i mean no it's one of those things that angry nerds like to bring up from time to time though if i want realism i'm not gonna fucking watch star wars man so star wars so anyway so um weird. because it rang because the moon seemed to, to resonate and, and resonate yeah. for longer than they thought, it became sort of this thought experiment of what if it was hollow? And that turned into the moon is clearly hollow. <laughs> that turned into the moon is an artificial satellite that is either an alien spacecraft, oh, Jesus, a false structure hiding something real, a an artificial space station that was either put there by ancient aliens or time-traveling humans. Or it's a hologram. Now, the hologram so wouldn't So when you rip. said hollow Earth the first time, you were talking about H-O-L-O -O Earth and no, no, then no. H-O-L-L-O-W Earth. So hollow Earth. So the, the holographic moon and hollow moon are, you could have H O L O moon. They're different but things, but they one seems to lead to another. Kinda because the, the holographic moon theory is based around there's it's actually uh, it's one of the ones that gets used a lot with Nibiru. What is Nibiru? <sighs> okay, so. Wait, is this a new? No. Is this a new one? Is this, no? Is this a? a oh yeah, a, a, a Nibiru would be. A, I can I can do a cursory. No no no. Uh, we don't have to switch off. Go right to Nibiru, sir. I mean, I'm gonna talk about Kurt Cobain. Like that's my my next one. So go to Nibiru, sir. Well, so the holographic moon is used in order to mask the true location of Nibiru. Now, what is Nibiru? Nibiru is a. Uh, usually a brown dwarf sister star to the sun that orbits outside of the Kuiper belt. And that is also what has been called Planet X. And really, Planet X tied in 
because you noticed before this all comes from before they had discovered Uranus as an outer solar system planet. And before they discovered some of these other larger dwarf planet bodies in the far out solar system in Kuiper Belt, they noticed that orbits of some of this um, stellar mass and, and like rocks and far out icy objects were being perturbed in weird ways that they couldn't explain. So this is where Planet X came from. It was the idea that, well, maybe there's a planet there. We don't know if there's one there. But maybe it's there that's throwing these things out of their normal orbit and Jesus into the Christ. inner solar system. Explain some of the comet uh, activity. And so then, as we discovered these other objects, well, it kind of all fits together, really. You know, Neptune and out are kind of the planet X. But there's this pervasive theory, and you can thank Stitchin for it. Mm -hmm. You know Stitchin. I do. Um, which is that there is a brown dwarf star. So because it's a brown dwarf, it's mostly burnt out. It's so faint that you can't see its light like it was the sun. But it still has, you know, stellar mass worth of mass uh, just swinging around. And that's what's throwing these, these large objects into the solar system. And... This is another big part of a lot of the doomsday predictions, specifically the uh, 2012 doomsday prediction. You know, the internet was abound with people that said, oh, the, the, cal the Mayan calendar ends on this because that's the return of Nibiru to the <laughs> inner solar system. Jesus. And when that comes crashing through the solar system, it's going to throw all of the orbits out of whack. It's going to be horrible. It's the, the harbinger of doom. It's Nibiru. Got to watch out for Nibiru. And if you go on YouTube, and I don't, I, I do not recommend that you do because this is how your mind melts and becomes what mine is. <laughs> so wait, we have YouTube to blame for this shit? YouTube has allowed a lot of conspiracy theories to propagate. Oh, yeah. And there's a Facebook conversation that I uh, don't really ever open because uh -oh. as much as I, as much as I like this friend of mine, on Facebook... All they ever do is send me either Cradle of Filth music videos yeah. or, I mean, I'll open it. I, I opened the conversation like a couple days ago, so it's not like it's going to be anything new popping up as read. Four fabricated stories that history lies about. Um, try not to laugh. Compilation... The Mandela effect, really? Yes, what's causing it? Are they changing the timeline? Introducing Bale, not who you might think. Why is Jesus still on the cross, and why haven't we figured this out sooner? <laughs> New Anunnaki documentary 2018, Are the Gods Still Here on Earth? <laughs> uh, the Anunnaki come in a lot with uh, Nibiru as well. Because with Nibiru, yeah. The and then the Anunnaki are tied to the Nephilim in the Bible, and it's a mess. Ooh, NASA sense. confirm 21st September 2018 is when Vatican confirms Planet X inbound secret Omega. <laughs> that's that's the full video title right there. So you got to send me some of these. Um, and I mean, because I'll oh. definitely I'll definitely waste time on, on on YouTube. Hey, so spoiler alert. September 21st, 2018, the Vatican did not confirm Planet <laughs> X was inbound, Secret Omega. 
uh, the Lord I am Marduk, which sounds like it would be a dope-ass metal song. It does, actually. But instead, <laughs> to read the summary, stunning insight and synthesis of the Sumerian texts and the Bible. Is the Lord delusional? Like, th- this is what you get. Is the Lord delusional? This is what you get on uh, on YouTube. A whole lot of it. And, uh, yeah, so one that sticks out in my mind, and this is what made me think of all this, just coming off of uh, chemtrails. Okay. Because a lot of the chemtrail watchers are also big into Nibiru. That, that's, okay. That's how I got from chemtrails to hollow moon in the first place, was chemtrails, Nibiru, hollow moon. So they believe that the chemtrails are being laid down to work as a projection screen that they can project the hologram of the moon onto so that they can hide the existence of Nibiru. And there's one video in particular with this woman standing out on her back porch. And she takes her cell phone camera, because of course it's a cell phone camera, points it towards the setting sun and says, there's the sun setting in the west, right? Sets in the west? Yes. There's the sun. I'm facing west, and there you can see the, the sun the only going reason out. why we tend to say east to west, although everything in this country is left to right, and if we were going left to right, it would be west to east. Yeah. It's east to west because the sun goes east to west. So she goes out on her back porch, and she says, you know, I'm just out here checking out some of the chemtrails that they've been laying down today. And she talks about all the different colors and flavors of chemtrails and some shit like that. I, I don't. I can't stand chemtrails. It is the dumbest short of flat earth that I can think of. All right, so give a quick summary for people that don't know what the chemtrails is. (sighs) Chemtrails is the idea that commercial airliners are being used to disperse chemicals into the air. Those trails you see following planes, they say, are not, in fact, contrails, which is condensed water vapor produced by the hot gas. This is what it really is. It's the conden- It's water vapor produced from the burning of the hot engine and everything, which then, as the plane flies through, the pressure wave behind it and the cold upper atmosphere condenses it into the clouds that you see. They're called contrails. Look it up. C-O-N-T-R-A-I-L-S. It's true. People believe that that's not what that is. That's chemicals that they're dropping on us. Now, there is... Oh, this is why I should have waited for later because this leads into the the salient point, which is there is documentation and there are papers written about the possible application of technologies like this. Cloud seeding is a real thing. Sure. Dropping, uh, dumping liquid nitrogen out of the back of a plane to cool the air to induce rainfall is a real thing. They do it. Dry ice, but they used to say it was dry ice and cartoons, but it's liquid nitrogen. But like the uh, the idea that they're using s- nanoparticles of silver and that they embed themselves in your nervous system and can be triggered by the harp aurora laser. <laughs> I love it. That's I love another it. thing, <laughs> which I can't even remember what harp stands for. Like high activity auroral research project or something, something like that. Anyway. They can't control your mind with it. That's not how it works. They're not dumping chemicals on you. Shut up. 
But so she goes outside and she goes, I'm looking at the chemtrails and over here, the sun's setting in the west. But if I look to the east, oh, what's that bright light? That must be Nibiru. Oh, and there we go. That is, that's her inflection with it too. It's like, oh, look, it's Nibiru. That thing they're trying to tell you isn't real. It's Nibiru. Oh, shut up. Just mm, gouge my eyes out. That makes me so happy. All right, so let Next, me go, please. Let me go to something fun. I was going to do Kurt Cobain, but I won't. Let's talk about another this rock star. a real problem with me and conspiracy yeah. theories. Let's talk about another rock star. And this is a happy one. Nickelback. No. No. We're going to talk about... The, the aunt of like the lead singer Nickelback used to hang out at Robert Picton's farm. Robert Picton being a prolific uh, Canadian serial killer. I knew that's where it was going. Yeah, um, true story. Now this is um, this is. I think they were like dating for a while. This is something I choose to believe. So, Michael, mm-hmm. you're a young man, so you may not be familiar. Mm-hmm. But long before even I was born, uh, in the mid to late '60s, there was. Does a, this have to do with Bush? No, there was a popular rock music group known as The Doors. Oh, clearly I have never listened to them. Yes. Please enlighten me. <laughs> and The Doors were fronted by a charismatic young man. I'm just going to cut you off here. He's not was dead. Jim. He's not dead. No, Jim Morrison didn't die. No, he's still well, alive. I would say that Jim well, Morrison no, probably might not dead be now. alive anymore, he's but I would say now. that Jim Morrison did not die in a bathtub in, in Paris. Now, there are a lot of theories about his death, even before we go with the whole he didn't die. Um, some people say he died, he didn't die in a bathtub in, in his apartment, that he died at the club, um, and that the dealer didn't want to get implicated, so he brought the body home and put it in the bathtub. That's Pl- always... It's plausible? Always pl- viable, but completely plausible. Um, uh, however... Um, there are a couple of things that really make it kind of make the whole thing kind of kismity. So two people, two actual people are reported to have seen Jim's body. Mm-hmm. One is his, his companion, Pam, and the other is a doctor. Mm-hmm. There was no autopsy ever done on Jim Morrison. There were no photos taken of the body. There was no police report. There was, I think there was a police report, but there was no documented evidence of Jim Morrison's death. Only two people would know about the death. One was Pam, who also died from somewhat mysterious circumstances, and the doctor, who's dead. Mm -hmm. My theory is, so Jim moved to Paris because he was in trouble for supposedly showing his dick at a concert in, in, in Florida. Um, that would get you in trouble once upon a time. Yeah. Now Miley Cyrus is out here. Just right. Right. You know, so flap, you know what though? No bullshit. Even to this day, if if someone's on stage and they whipped their, and and they whipped their dick out, they'd get an indecent exposure charge. They would, Uh. they would absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, but the line's a lot blurrier now, though. You're absolutely right. So, I feel like nowadays that's not one of the things you run to a foreign country to avoid. Right. And and I, I don't know if he so much ran to the foreign country to avoid that. That's the only reason he went. But he did go to get away from it all. Mm-hmm. And um, 
they said that he was getting so fat that people didn't recognize him and things like that, which I think he wanted. Mm-hmm. I think he... He was done being... I think he was done. I think it was done. Which is funny, you know, it probably due to some kind of breakdown because for all accounts, Jim was an egotist and a narcissist. So you would think that he would want constant attention, but I guess after a while, you just burn. I've heard those songs and those poems. I could see him just snapping one day and losing it. Calling it a day. Um, So there's no, you know, even, you know, there's a question as to whether or not there's a you know there's a grave there's there's a body. Um, I would like to think, and there's evidence to Jim Morrison it. survived, and that's where Jimmy Hoff is buried. <laughs> it all comes together. Indeed. Um, <laughs> I, I again, I, I personally think. I don't know. I I, I think. Uh, I'd like to think that Jim, mo- like you know what they say, you know, moved to Oregon. Um, you know, and opened up the Jim Morrison Sanctuary Ranch, and that you know, because he there was a Jim Morrison Sanctuary Ranch, and that he you know was just looked different and just was chilling and lived out the rest of his years there. I don't know, uh, Jim Morrison, did he did, did he live? Call in. <laughs> uh, phone lines are open. He's standing by. Um, on a less happy note, I'll just go to this one now. Yeah. Um, I sincerely believe that Kurt Cobain was murdered. Um, I sincerely believe that Kurt Cobain was murdered, and I sincerely believe that Courtney Love um, didn't murder him, but orchestrated it and had it happen. Well, there there was that one dude. So I'm I'm a what, what was his name? I'm a believer that El Ducey from the Mentors. Yeah. Um, who so, who let that slip in an right. interview and He's, then disappeared? Right. Well, he didn't disappear. Well, he died under yeah. also really confusing so circumstances. El, El Duce from the Hit mentor, by a train, or El right? Duque. It would be El Duque. Duce? Well, it would Duce. be El Duce, but he, he pronounced El Duce. From the mentors, um, he said that Courtney Love uh, offered $50,000 to him to kill Kurt Cobain. Um, and he died like three or four days after, got hit by a train while drunk. Now, yes. No, like I've, I've, I heard an audio clip of the... Uh, the radio interview oh, yeah. he was doing, so where, where he says that she offered him the money, he turned it down, and then he goes on to let some other guys' like street names slip. Well, yeah, well, he he implicated uh, Alan Wrench from Road Yeah, War. yeah. Um, that's who I think. I'm telling you, I, I, if 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 they didn't have anything to do with it, um, it's still an indicator that I, I do believe that there was a possibility that this happened. Um, he was going to get get a divorce. Like, he was going to get a divorce. Um, and a, people, a lot of people that talked talked about that said that he, he had had enough. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of pieces of evidence that are, you know, yes or no. Um, you know, one of them, people said that, you know, he, he, he took a bunch of, bunch of heroin before mm-hmm. he died. Um, that the post-mortem results found an extremely high level of heroin in his blood, and it was hypothesized that so, that there was so much heroin in his blood that he wouldn't be able to hold a gun and pull the trigger. Now, I don't know how many junkies you know, and I know a couple. Once you, I mean, you become habituated to heroin. Yeah, you can, you like can become bad. resistant to heroin, and you need more and more 
to get high. Now, keep in mind, one of the reasons that he started heroin was because of pain. Mm -hmm. he, he just had uncontrollable um, digestive pain. Huge ulcers. I mean, it just, you know, he also started heroin because it was fucking Seattle in the 1990s. That's why you start heroin. But um, another piece of it was um, that he had, um, that, you know, there's no way he could have killed himself with such a big gun. Well, no, he put the gun in his mouth and he used his thumb to blow. You know, if if if, if he killed himself, there you go. Um, there is a bunch of lost, quote unquote, evidence. Mm -hmm. Oh um, yeah, like the uh, like the, the gun. gun was melted down. Yep, yep the gun's gone. Um, there's film that is there's film mm -hmm. like uh, pictures taken of the of, of the, the 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 scene that have never been released. Like misplaced um, evidence yep. too, um, which I mean does point to a lot of people bring up the weird position that the gun was found. Mm -hmm. And there's also a secondary note. There's mm -hmm. secondary note uh, from Kurt that wasn't wasn't didn't come to light till 2014. I mean, basically, the the general idea there is that the Seattle police either is a group of uh, just incredible fucking idiots, like all of them. Or they deliberately helped cover up the crime. I don't know. I mean, it just seems to me that, like, this sort of... I don't think that they're a deliberate bunch of idiots. I feel like these sort of little things do happen, and they happen more frequently than you ever find out about because... But to systematically fuck up so much evidence from one Well, like, misplacing situation. some of that, but, you know, it's... But like human so error does account. Absolutely, but like to what degree? Yeah, but to what um, degree are you missing it because it's not a, it's not Kurt Cobain, uh, you know? I don't disagree. No, and, and you know what? I, I, like there's a yeah. bit of confirmation bias that plays in here too where when all eyes are on it, you see every little fuck up. I do want to say one of the things that really kind of, you know, makes me think there might be something more to his death is the fact that Neither Courtney or Kurt's family or anybody. Like there have been people that have put out movies, mm -hmm. movies indicating that Courtney had Kurt killed. Like movies. There have been other things of Kurt being killed. No one has ever sued anybody for any form of defamation. Mm. This bitch would suck dick for heroin money in a minute. You don't think she would raise up a lawsuit? against somebody for libel or slander if it's written. I mean, so that's that's really my, you know, that's, you know, I think about that and I'm just kind of, you know. Um, so by the way, the way, the way Elducey supposedly died, mm -hmm. he didn't get hit. It wasn't like he was walking on the train tracks, get hit by a train. He fell asleep drunk on the train tracks. That's what I. Uh, That's what I mean when I say it was fucking weird. No, you don't fall asleep on goddamn train tracks. He, he was murdered to sh to shut be shut up. So you know, I am a very, I believe that very, very, very much so. Um, you know, it, it's just, I don't know. Have we been recording? We are at one hour, 31 minutes. Cool. So, Give me a fun one. Give me a funny one. A funny one? A funny one. 
something absolutely outrageous because I'm looking at lists of conspiracy theories and I'm finding some really horrible, horrible um, ones. And I don't know, man, there's got to be a, a, a really stupid one. Hold on. Um, I wish I and had. There's Nibiru, man. Straight up Nibiru. I wish I had Planet it written X. down. Um because I, I, for fun, really, sure. You know, as a mental exercise, I occasionally spin up my own conspiracy theories. Oh, give me one! I Just love like, that. Um, I love that. Uh, Nicki, Do you really? I love that. Nicki Minaj, during right, that was she did a Super Bowl show a couple years ago where she came out on the pyramid. Was that her or or that other? Who's, which one of them? Anyway, I spun up a whole conspiracy theory that that was. Uh, oh yes, there yeah, Super Bowl Sunday pyra pyramid. No, that's not. And I I thought that uh, it would be fun to come up with one where she was enacting a ritual to summon the Anunnaki <laughs> in order to bring about uh, the new Aeon. And it has to do with the music video, incidentally, that goes along with the. Um, the song that she performed at the Super Bowl that year, that there was a giant fuck pyramid and she appeared as the whore of Babylon. Um, because the music video takes place on a tropical island where there are flying pyramids and she's beamed down from one of them and her song summons up these, you know, shirtless backup male dancers who are dressed in sort of a Pacific or... One may even say Lemurian <laughs> garb. Um, and they it's it's laden with this weird sort of... So spoiler alert, I'm a chaos magician. So you read a lot into these sort of things, just looking for weird coincidences sometimes. And uh, it's just there's a lot of weird imagery that goes along with that music video that kind of does totally fit with the Sumerian sort of interpretation of oh, I don't want to say Sumerian interpretation. I want to say modern mystical interpretation of Sumerian mythological fact. Okay. Um, where where Marduk uh, Marduk made the other gods from the clay and breathed the life into them and it's actually really fascinating, the Sumerian myths. But, and if you want to read more about them, you should go and read, uh, fuck, why can't I remember? It's one of my favorite books. Snow Crash. Go read Snow oh, Crash. A great book. Go read Snow Crash. You get a really good, actually, Snow Crash is a great way to get yourself just diving headfirst into this sort of weird conspiracy theory that I'm going off on here because it also combines this modern and technological world that is performing these great, like, pop culture, pop art rituals to enact ancient truths and bring them into the modern... It's, Snow Crash is fantastic, and it's really weird, and he, I love it. Uh, Here's one I've never heard before. Really just interesting, quick one. Socrates never existed and was just a creation of Plato. 
Huh. I think that's really cool. I've never heard that one before. Um. Oh, how about? Let me see. I've got like a bunch of pro wrestling conspiracy theories, but I'm not going to discuss them here because you don't. I, I don't, you don't know anything you about don't, it. You don't like it pro, you know, you're not into pro wrestling. I mean, I like some, it fine. I just don't know anything about right, it. Right. I just got some great ones. Um, yeah. Was, so. Ah, here, here's, here's a good one. It's only a matter so, of time um, before we start, before they start implanting RFID chips into people. So did you know there are allegedly around 5.7 million Danes that's out of 7.125 billion humans in the world. That means Danes make up 0.0912% of the planet. It's not 9%. It's 0.9, or that's 0.09%. Less than a percent. To put it another way, 99.9% of the planet are not Danes. How do we know this? Government censuses. Now the best government censuses have a margin of error of at least 1%. So Danes make up 0.0912% of the planet, plus or minus 1%. In conclusion, there is a 50-50% chance that Denmark doesn't exist. <laughs> well, by that logic, <laughs> by that logic, applying mathematical averages, and st- I mean, that's ridiculous. But Statistically speaking, Denmark doesn't exist. Well, I mean, th- then, then, you know, then there, there's no such thing as a Lichtenstein or whatever the hell, or, I mean... That's hysterical. I just, I mean, that that's kind of evidence of these whole sorts of things. Is like, you know, there's this weird fuzzy area that exists outside of normal. Well, kind of that's what I wanted to talk about now. Now that we've gone over a bunch and talked about them, why are why are they important, or why do you think they happen? Well, incidentally, I've got a conspiracy theory about conspiracy theories. Oh God, hit me, sir. So, um, and this, this is vaguely related to, but not quite the only conspiracy theory that I believe actually exists. Okay. Um, so I don't want to lump the, these two together because this is sort of a, a farther abstraction of, of, uh, the one that I believe truthfully is the only true conspiracy theory to exist. Okay. Um, but so my conspiracy theory about conspiracy theories in the first place is, so let's say, let's say you discover some, some hidden proof of, of something that the, that the government's trying to keep from you. Okay. Let's say you have this proof mm. and you have the documentation and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you release it, but it sounds... A little far out. Okay. It starts to sound like a conspiracy theory because at this point it is a conspiracy theory. You found evidence that points towards your conclusion. Yeah, but is that again? I, I think we got to be careful that we're specifically talking about conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theory requires several people are involved in obfuscating a truth. So having a weird theory well, about well, so something here. is not necessarily let's, a conspiracy. Let's theory. give it a more concrete thing. Let's go with the existence of alien life. Okay? Wait, are you saying that the Danes are all aliens? No, I'm oh, saying... Okay. The existence of alien life. I'm go. saying that uh, positing that the existence of alien life is a thing. 
and it's a thing that the government knows about and has had dealings with them since the Gieta Treaty in the, yeah, in the, uh, oh shit, who, who, who was that? Uh, definitely in the 50s, uh, President Treaty of Eisenhower, Gieta. I think it was. Eisenhower's 1954 meeting with Gieta. Yep, with the Greys. Yeah, so um, so positing that this is true, this would be a conspiracy, right? Oh, yes, because definitely, definitely. There are definitely a bunch of people involved in covering this son of a bitch up. So what happens then is my conspiracy theory about conspiracy theories. That would no longer be a conspiracy theory. That would be a conspiracy that was found out. But what happens is then you get the uh, government starting to plant the ideas online and starting the Flat Earth and the Donut Earth and the Chemtrail and the Nibiru and the Hollow Earth, Hollow Moon and the Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. All, they start all of these little conspiracies just by whispering into the corners of internet forums, going out where no one could look back on it, just planting the idea in there. So now you come out and you say, the aliens are real. I've seen them. I saw a UFO. I took pictures of that UFO. I've got video of that UFO. And now you got everyone else around you going, huh, yeah, you probably believe in flat earth too, don't you? So that's the conspiracy theory about conspiracy theories. The vast majority of nonsensical ones are just out there to create noise and skepticism to mask the truth. Viable. Now, that's not the conspiracy theory that I believe. What I believe is sort of a more realistic twist on that. Okay. And I believe I've mentioned this on on, uh, episodes before. And it's actually kind of, again, very relevant now. And it was relevant a couple years ago when I kind of started to realize this uh, about the world in general. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I remembered it because Facebook memories brought back up the posts. So you remember in 2016, SOPA and PIPA, S-O-P-A and P-I-P-A. Sure. They were um, the precursor net neutrality nonsense that we only just recently lost the war against. Yes. So SOPA was the first one, and that was the one that caught everyone's attention. Real big-time news. Right. Everyone's signing petitions. Everyone's calling their representatives and their congress sure. people and their senators they're calling they're petitioning they are making a stink online everyone's getting behind this fight back against it you know push back save net neutrality yes and then well we won sopa went away we all won it got voted out yay everyone's cheering everyone's having a grand old time and that's when pipa slipped in which was the same thing. It was the same thing, just changed a little bit. And they tried to slip that in while everyone was celebrating the, this great victory for net neutrality. And this is, one, this, this is what I honestly believe. Every time you get riled up over a sensationalist news article, 
or every time you get so locked onto one thing in particular that that's the only news that you're seeking out. And all news about this is like when it's squarely in your crosshairs and you are focused in on that, what are they doing that you're not looking at? When you get an outrageous sensationalist news headline that's drawing all of the attention from everyone, either because they support the sensation or because they are so anti that sensation, either way, you know, let's take um, 90% of what our president gets publicized for. Sure. You know, like, hey, this stupid thing that he said, let's all, hamburgers, let's all pile on hamburgers. News oh, yeah. is going to talk about hamburgers. Oh, yeah. And it's all used to, to to obscure the real things that are happening. In the Everyone's world. Yeah, on this. You've got people, sure. well, it's a typo and what he was trying to do. And you've got, no, he, this is dumb. But everyone's on this and no one's looking around and going, okay, well, uh, what's there, that? Like there, this, this There's is, still not clean water in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. This is how that has been allowed to continue. This is how net neutrality was allowed to die. We were all hung up on something else that we didn't fight back hard enough. This is how we give up our small liberties, you know, one small piece at a time while we're focused on hamburgers. Or che was it cheeseburgers? Hamburgers. 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 You know, while everyone's focused in on this, what are they doing behind your back? Just when you're not looking, and it's classic misdirection. And well, I mean, I and that's why, but that's why you know, and, and you know, we're not again. We're not going to get super political, but I mean, everyone's like, "Why hasn't he been impeached yet?" Or why hasn't his party stepped forward to, you know, do something about him? Because they can get away with all kinds of sneaky bullshit while he's out there playing, you know, playing defense. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, the Supreme. So the Supreme Court just upheld. Um, the Trump's transgender ban, ban mm -hmm. in the military. I I believe like, I saw a small headline about and that. There was a headline about that, and a few things about that. And you know, right now it's news. Right, like right now as we speak, we go ahead and throw up CNN, and before you know it, something. I mean, it's already. I mean, it's already out of the main headlines. Yeah. So and it's it's absurd. And I mean this is this is where you get a little less where you can start to move from you know I wouldn't even call what I said a conspiracy necessarily. It's more of just that thing that's always in the back of my head, you know, keep your head on that swivel and sure. keep looking around. Sure. Um but you can move it even further into conspiracy if you start thinking about and <laughs> You know, the the fact that these media corporations, CNN and Fox and everyone in it, it's why it's so important to diversify your news sources. But, I mean, the people who are feeding you the news stand to benefit from you focusing on their well, news. I mean, that's New World Order uh, conspiracy theories. That's Illuminati shit that, you know, media is that's completely and totally manipulated. And some of it isn't conspiracy theory. Some of it's very clear by what news outlets report and how they report it and how 
one news outlet will take a subject and spin it to their... And they're reporting the same thing, Mm -hmm. but they're spinning it to their political bent or to their audience's belief. And and they're making it, you know, and some people would say, oh, they're making it palpable for their audience. Well, then they're not reporting the news. Yeah, the problem with that is it becomes an echo chamber, and an echo chamber is always bad. (coughs) 100%. You're absolutely correct. You know, well, they're making it palatable to their audience. Okay, well, maybe their audience should be subjected to strange new ideas that could influence, like, their worldview, that could change how they see things. You know, it's it's a problem everywhere, and no one side really. You wanna? I'm gonna I'm gonna quote uh, something that a friend posted on Facebook, mm-hmm. which is, "Extremism is bad in all forms. Oh yeah, be it fascism to communism. communism sure, extremism is bad. Any kind when of you militant, get locked into absolutely th- this echo chamber, and all you ever see and hear is exactly what you're saying." And, and and making that's spirals into nothing and you know I'm I'm staying away from New World Order Illuminati stuff because because I mean it's we, we've talked about it and it's I kind of I kind of you know if only if like only talk- Crowley had done it <laughs> Crowley's future would have been wonderful by now I'm sure now nah, we'd all be eating each other's shit that's what he was into yeah it's kind of what but, he was uh, down with yeah. anyway uh, I think I burnt out. I think we could revisit conspiracy theories eventually too. I, I but, think we should. I think we um, should. Because next, t- next time, next time we can't get Joe again, we can. So next week. So next fucking week. <laughs> Here, you, you know what? <laughs> I should stop shitting on him like that. You, you, but you know what else is a you know what else is a conspiracy theory? Huh. People trying to make you think that this man is a good actor. I know where the bastard sleeps. I brought him there. To Carfax Abbey. You like John Wick? Do you know I've never seen John Wick? You didn't? Nope. I thought you had. Nope. I thought you hadn't seen the second one. I've never seen John Wick. Either of them. I don't believe so. It's good. I enjoyed it. I don't I believe had a good so. Time. No, no. I, it's it certainly isn't. You know any um, any for not wanting to or like being like actively against it. I just haven't. It's good in Bill and Ted. I love Keanu Reeves. Let's just get this out of the way. I love Keanu Reeves. I just hate fucking Dracula. He seems to be a genuinely nice man. And he's immortal. There's a conspiracy theory. Man has not aged ever. What about Tom Cruise? Thomas, you mean Thomas Cruise Mapother the fourth? Does he look any older now? Um, yes. Has he aged? Yes, he has. What about Will Smith? Black don't crack. (laughs) Racist. Okay, sure. Uh, we have no mail. We have none. We have no mail. I didn't ask for any, so I'm not chasing it down. Uh, if you listen, send us your mail. You know, send us, you know, you know, either drop us a message, couchgrouches at gmail.com, or a message on Facebook or at Twitter, at couchgrouches. We even have an Instagram, at couchgrouches. Um whisper your question into the ear of a chinchilla then rub it in the sand take the sand that's how they bathe that is how they bathe in dust take cute take the dust in your hand throw it into the air and the questions will get to gonzo's ears and he will then relay them to me that's a pretty good one i wish i had come up with it yeah i just pulled that out of my ass yeah Um, that's usually what i do and sometimes it's good sometimes it's awful um 
what I will say also, uh, you know, friend of the show, uh, Jordan and table to stage, uh, podcast, um, this week, uh, uh, Jordan's talking about, um, in the Connecticut area, upcoming musical theater, uh, upcoming theater productions and, uh, and auditions and things. And his special guest is me. So you, yes. So, uh, listen to it. It's not half bad. Um, I, he's trying out some new equipment. Um, I'll actually show Gonzo the piece of equipment, uh, after the show's over. Cause I want to buy one. Uh, other than that, you know, what I will say to everybody is, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of end things with uh, a little bit of a rant. So it's been a while since we had yeah, one of you on the show rants. Yeah. So I've been a dad for nine weeks now and it puts, it puts things in perspective and every father says that every parent says that. And you know, it sounds cliche, but you have to understand it means something different for every single person. Um, one of the things that I have come to find from having a kid is, um, just how much more there is to do and is to learn. Um, so this is, this is, this is for my, this is for my fellow grumpy fuck friends that are out there like me, you know, that you're, you're, you're just hateful enough and just of, of life and existence that you're bordering on, you know, Nietzsche. Um, if you look, if you work to experience that time you went Nietzsche, the philosopher. Yes. Okay. Um, it, thank you. Circle gets the square. Well remembered. Um, if you're feeling like just life is just, you know, oh, is this it? The answer every day to that question is no. There is something else out there. There is something new to experience. There is something, you know, there are things to uncover, things to discover, things to, you know, to, to, to sample. Not all of them are good, but all of them are experiences. So what I say to you is every day try and this is for everybody, try to learn something new, anything, whether it's, um, useless conspiracy, useless, theory. you know, we, yeah, whether it's useless facts, bits of trivia, whether it's how to, you know, how, you know, how to cook an egg better, whether it's, you know, try a new recipe. I can't cook eggs. Yeah. I'm horrible at it. Try to, you know, try a new recipe, read a book, um, Talk to someone you haven't talked to before. Study a country or a religion. Just join an occult society. Sure. Don't stop experiment, uh, experiencing or experimenting, but experiencing. I assure you, no, there's, I know there are days where you're going to feel like, Jesus Christ, my life is so fucking boring and my life will not allow me. There's nothing else out there for me. There's always something out there, and there's something out there for you. You just have to try to go and find it. Um, if you think I'm full of shit or want to talk to me about it or want to add anything, couchcrouches at gmail.com, um, send it out to me. Um, but that's, you know, that's, that, that's my bit. I'm going to go now and, you know, uh, 
once the podcast is up, go and hang out with my wife and my kid and learn some new things. So thanks for listening. I'm going to go sleep. Well, I'm going to do that too afterwards. So I mean, I'm going to drive home, then I'm going to go sleep. Yeah, well, I don't live here. No, that's true. You don't live here. so That would be yeah. uh, most unfortunate. Well, I mean, you. Well, maybe not most you've, unfortunate. You've would have made making the would have made making the baby weird. Oh, making the I, like I, me, I, me like conceiving the baby yeah. if you slept here. Yeah, wow. I, I got I got ears like a bat. I'll fuck my wife while, while you're sleeping downstairs. I'm not embarrassed. Hey, fat people have sex. It happens. Yeah, no, I know. I I, well, I haven't in years, but hey. And on that happy note, <laughs> sorry, Jamie. Um, we're going to call She doesn't it. listen. No, she doesn't listen to the podcast. So for Couch Grouches, this is Jim. I'm Gonzo. Fuck on, audience. You get to do it. I, I always. Joe, come back. <laughs> come back to us, Joe. <sighs> how come yelling anyone want to fuck is considered weird, yet that's how animals do it in the wor- real world? You just sit there. You heard a bird? It's just, I want to fuck. I want to fuck.